Welcome to Words That Move Me, the podcast where movers and shakers like you get the information and inspiration you need to navigate your creative career with clarity and confidence. I am your host, Dana Wilson, and I move people. I am all about the tools and techniques that empower tomorrow's leaders to make the work of their dreams and live a full life while doing it. So whether you're new to the game or transitioning to your next echelon of greatness, you're in the right place. Hello, my friend, and welcome to Words That Move Me. Wow. (laughs) Wowie, wow, wow, wow. I am so lucky to have our guest today. Uh, Our guest this week is Luther Brown, and I am giggling just thinking about it. Uh, I'm Dana, by the way. Don't remember if I said that part or not. Stoked that you're here. Um, stoked to have Luther. He is a choreographer of the stage, the screen, and superstars like Gwen Stefani, Janet Jackson, Diddy, JLo, Nicki Minaj, Megan Thee Stallion, Lizzo. The list goes on and on and on and on. Uh, but truly, if I were to, if I, if I had to declare the most remarkable thing about Luther is certainly not his resume. It is his laugh and his spirit, his ability to create laughter. (laughs) Um, You are absolutely going to love this. I had such a ball having this conversation with Luther, and I cannot wait to share it. But first, let's do some wins. We start every episode off with wins, and this week, (laughs) y'all, it's that win that I am celebrating today. A negative COVID test. Yay! It's 2023 and this stuff is still getting us. Uh, Yeah, she got me. She got me again. Actually, like a year ago, I had COVID for the first time. This one was far less intrusive time-wise and respiratory-wise. I am really hoping that we can all be done with this thing very soon. I'm hoping that you are healthy. And I'm reminded of my human weakness and also my human strength. So thank you for that, COVID. I am ready to get back out there into the world. That is me. That's what's going well in my world. Now you go. Hit me with what is going well. And say it. Say it out loud. Say it proud. my friend. Congratulations. I'm proud of you. I'm glad that you are winning. And I am virtually high-fiving you. I just did it with my arm. Could you hear it? If I do it really fast? (laughs) Okay, that's it. Let's get into it. Uh, Luther was kind enough to join me this morning on an early interview before a full day of rehearsal. And I'm so glad that he did because, man, that really set my day off right. (laughs) I hope this sets your day off right, or closes it out right, or uh, resets it right in the middle, all of that. Movers and shakers, please welcome, all the way from Jamaica, by way of Toronto, by way of New York, by way of LA, straight to your speakers, headphones, stereo, whatever it is, the one, the only, Luther Brown. Welcome to Words That Move Me. Thank you for being here. Anytime, please. It's my pleasure. I think this is long overdue, and this is no small stuff. You are a two-time Emmy-nominated choreographer. You are one of my favorite, not just choreographers, but like just watching you get down and watching you be in your element. It makes me so, 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 so happy. Um, And I'm genuinely sad, shocked even, that out of our like kind of tangential solar systems we've got Mm -hmm. the marty monsters solar system we've got Uh mandy zoe's solar system i don't think you and i have ever professionally crossed paths have we never and that's crazy to me crazy to me it's literally crazy it's truly insane i'm i'm voicing it now to the world this will not be much longer my friend so today is the podcast Tomorrow and Beyond is the rest of our professional lives doing yes. cool stuff. Um, yes. Okay. So stoked you're here, already cheesing ear to ear. This is going to be great. <laughs> um, tradition on the podcast, okay. all of my guests introduce themselves. 
So I will yield the floor and let you tell us anything you would like us to know about you. About me. First of all, my name is Luther Brown. Um, I'm a Jamaican that moved to Toronto, that moved to New York, that now lives in LA. So I feel like I've been around the world. I'm like a, I'm like, I was like immigrant citizen, immigrant citizen, immigrant citizen, but we're here. That oh, yeah. rhythm, though, is pretty impressive because I know that that's hard to accomplish even in one Ooh. place. So yes, yes. Let's talk about that. What was early? So you're born in Jamaica. Yeah, born. I born and raised in Jamaica. Um, I left Jamaica in grade five. Okay. So then I moved to Toronto. Um, never saw snow in my life. I was just gonna Earth- say, what is that shock like? Yes. like what is that even like? Shock. Yeah. I just saw white and I was like, I need to jump in. <laughs> without knowing. <laughs> without knowing. I mean, <laughs> it looks cool, but it's cold. You know what I'm saying? But um, it was such a, because I've always done trips to Toronto mm-hmm. when I was a kid, but never in the winter. Oh my and goodness. my dad went to school. He went to University of Wisconsin, super random. Okay. And he was, and, um, he used to send pictures back and there's a picture with him on this balcony and there was snow. And I remember I was like, what is that? He was like, it's, it's snow and it's cold. And I was like, bring some back so I could see it. And clearly. Clutches pearls. That's back. adorable. Yep. You know? I want to see it. So, I want to touch it. I wanna, it yeah. I want to I wanna experience it. And then um, he was just like, no, I can't bring it back. I was sad and all that. But then I really got to feel it when I got there and it was the coldest day it was the coldest day in, I think, Toronto scene, the, the day I traveled to Toronto. Okay. You're a person of extremes, Luther, is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you went no, from literally. Me. Yeah. From Jamaica straight, it was, it was, it was uh, I think it was September, not September. It was December. Was it December 25th? <gasps> if it wasn't guess. Christmas Day, it might have been like Christmas Eve. Like around there. It was. Coldest day. Frozen. The floor was white. You know when when in Toronto when you, when you know the floor is white, it's when you know it's cold. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Luther. Okay. So, question: yeah. Did you did you already have family in Toronto? You said you had done a couple trips back and forth. Yes. Yes. Okay. My grandmother, my mom's mother, lived in Toronto, and okay. some of her brothers and sisters had moved to Toronto prior to us going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you're uh, you're in fifth grade. You're living in Toronto. How do you find <laughs> like a be- a sense of belonging? Did you find it in school? Did you find it in extracurriculars? Was it the family sense? Like, where did you where did you find that? I found. Or did you? I guess might be the question. It was it was it was definitely the family first because um, the first couple years I was there. I wasn't really allowed to do too many things because the papers were being worked out. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Right? But I was in school, which is, you know, my parents are geez. They, they made it work. They figured that out. And I was in public school, so I didn't miss a year. I didn't miss, I didn't go back a year because in Jamaica, yep. we, our school system is kind of on point. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I remember, I remember like, because we weren't really allowed to go too many places, but when I was at school, First of all, I was the kid with that weird accent, you know right. what I'm saying? So they were they were trying to come for me with my accent. Oh no, I'm imagining. Although was, I must say, I've never met a Canadian I don't like. They're not notorious for being bullies, although I'm sure they do exist. <laughs> <laughs> Canadians are quite kind in my experience. Listen. But I'm sure you were othered was, and and like I can only imagine that transitional period of like yes. being in your place at that age when a lot mm-hmm. is going on inside your your world. Um, yes. I'm glad to hear that you had family and I'm glad to hear. So I understand your dad worked in radio. Was that even that yes. early on or was that a, a yes. little later? No, my dad worked in radio. Actually, my dad worked in radio in Jamaica on a, on a, on a big radio station. And okay. um, they used to, I mean, my dad was into music and was, you know, interviewing a lot of people and stuff. So I was around a lot of, you know, um, reggae greats when I was young. Like, I would be at rehearsals and stuff. It's funny because, you know, I write I write music and I used to, I, I love writing music. And um, 
I'm thinking, I mean, looking back now, mm-hmm. of course I love harmonies because I was always in these rehearsals with, you know, the eye trees and you're hearing Marcia Griffiths and everybody singing. And, and so I think I was around that a lot and I, uh-huh. I just picked it up. Didn't know I was picking it up. I just picked it up. Yeah. So, um, and my dad always had music at the house. Always. Yeah. He had, yeah. You know, you get your your you're a DJ, so you get records, the label send you stuff. So my dad always had that. And um when he was on the radio, I used to have to go. He's it's Sundays. It was Sundays. Sunday nights, it's called Caribbean Crucible. It was a, it was a, it was a it was a really popular show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to have I used to go up there and work with him, right? You know, uh-huh. the kid, you're like, oh ah, I gotta carry the records. Yes. I had to label the records, or I had to like you know, commercials, like when it's commercial time, I had to put the thing in the commercial thing. And oh, I love lock. parents that put their kids to work. I just have to say that. No, I love that so much. He put me to work. <laughs> and I had to like log in all the stuff. And But what was cool was the station, because he his show started, I think, 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sometimes I would bring my friends there. Mm-hmm. And they had like two different rooms so while my dad was doing his thing in that room, sometimes I would sneak into the other room with my friends and all the records were there. So we used to play records and there was an open studio. So we used to pretend we were DJing and stuff. So I think I thought it was a chore then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then as, as it went on, I realized um, it was a blessing because it taught me so many things. And, and and we were able to listen to so many records because we were in the radio station. All their catalog was in there. Oh and my God! What was, a candy store! So cool, yeah. So I'm glad that you brought up the songwriting thing because something mm-hmm. I'm interested in. Well, where do I begin here? Uh, what's the what's the entryway? I'm actually shocked that more choreographers aren't musicians mm-hmm. slash songwriters because especially in working with the Choreographers Guild lately, we are trying to introduce ourselves to re- to people who really have no idea what a choreographer does as the mm-hmm. writers of movement. It makes a lot of sense to me. A thousand percent, yeah. But I'm shocked that not more choreographers, how intimate we are with music, I'm shocked that not more of us have actual songwriting or musicianship skills. Um, but it makes it's no shock at all that that's so deeply ingrained in what you do because yeah. your movement is so rhythmical. It is so music oh, first. At least that's yeah. how it seems on the outside. Um, is yeah. that how you create? Is it always music first? Uh, yes, it is. Um, I mean, sometimes there's stories, you know, there's a, there's a, you know, you have a concept, you have a certain story that you have to tell. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's always, you know, it's definitely the, it's definitely the music and, because it's funny, now I'm talking about it, I'm thinking about it. It's um, because I hear things, I hear melodies, I hear harmonies, uh-huh. I hear I hear all the different arrangements. Yeah, I I hear that right away. I hear every snare, every kick, but I hear different things. So does your brain separate I, it like that? As it's my brain, in, separates, your brain separates. Yes, <gasps> Ooh, it separates. Cool. It. And then when I hear it, I'm just like like the bass hits me in a certain way, and then sometimes that's where I start the story, or you know, sometimes it's the, it's 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 lyrics, but mm-hmm. I definitely create my own melodies within the melodies. Yeah, yeah, right. Your choreography harmonizes with the music. That's how it looks. Mm. That's so awesome. Yeah, that's that's how I that's how I um, do it. I will say, I I have always said that. Marty Kadelka's ears should oh. they should have a million dollar insurance policy. Like I've first heard, of all, yeah, let's Marty go. Kudelka, Marty <laughs> is one of my favorite people in the whole world. I think for people who don't know us or don't, don't know us together, mm-hmm. it's like the most unlikely <laughs> matchup in the history of matchups. But in the weirdest way, it's the best matchup we have. The best time. So much respect for that guy. Oh. And how he hears. He hears yes. things and and he's his own being and he will forever hear it. And that's what he's going to do. Oh, and yes. It's so much respect for that guy. I He, uh, so much respect for that guy. Yeah. He has 100%. taught me most of everything that I know about, uh, about touring life and other industry work outside wow. of touring and pop star stuff. But one of the biggest takeaways, I think, is the discipline 
he has mm. with music. And the way you explain it and the way it happens for him, I'm not sure if it's the same, if it comes in that way, mm-hmm. but I know that he will sit with a song. It's it's possible that he has listened to certain songs more than the people who created them. <laughs> like I, I, know I, do, the I do that too. It's has, just funny. I do that too. I do like, that too. I, when I look at those play counts on Spotify, I'm like, ooh, maybe I should fall back. <laughs> this is a lot. But it seems like I, I do think he has a gift and his ear is insane. But I also know that there's discipline there. Um, and I think it, it sounds like the same is true for you, but I'm really yeah. envious of that upon input ability mm-hmm. to separate. I don't know if I have that. I feel like mm. I don't know if I have that. It really takes a long time for me to parcel things out. And I used to get really insecure about that in a, in a circle, like when I was freestyling, because right. I found myself like when I, in my early days of like, I would film sessions and just watch myself and criticize, like rip myself apart. Um, Oof, that's a tough one. It is a tough one. We can talk about mm-hmm. it. Um, one of the things I noticed about myself is that I was just a four on the floor. It took a lot for me to have variations, to mm, leave, to leave okay. that heartbeat, which, yes, I, which yes. I now don't think is a bad thing. Like, it's lovely to have a heartbeat. But No, because you're – we're not even talking about your movement because you <laughs> – oh, my god, You're well, like a – it's like there's like dancers and then there's like artists. You know what I'm saying? You're like an artist. Whoa. No, you 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 literally carve out shapes of your own, and it's kind of it's kind of impressive. It's very impressive. Thank you, Luther. 100%. Now I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's real. I think it's possible. You know how like I don't know about you, but I'm a middle child, and I think we all develop characteristics that like help us kind of survive in our place. Mm-hmm. I became a really good mediator because I have an older sister and a younger brother. So I'm really gotcha. good at seeing other points of view. I'm like, oh, yeah, that can be true. And also he can be that, you know, that also right, can be true. Right, right, right. I'm pretty good at that. And I think one of my early on dance stories about myself, which might have been a lie, but it's what I believed, is that I was not a technician. I didn't have high legs. I didn't have good turns. I didn't have great feet. And so I became a style. Uh, oh, what's the, what's the opposite of a technician? Like a stylishian? A, sty- a, style, a stylized. I would say. Yeah. Style, I yeah. I don't know. But style became my strength. And <sighs> so when I, when my young dancer self became introduced to Marty and his work, I was like, mm-hmm. that. Because That's it is one. 100% style style yes. i can't say there's not technique actually yes. a lot of marty's work I mean, calls on you're gonna do is, a turn you're gonna do a rest like there is technique in a lot of everything but oh but, that's true there's technique in everything mm-hmm. but what spoke to me most about his work is that it was all about style and all about you it's probably why i took to it so strongly mm-hmm. yes it's it's funny because when you step back and look at it it is 100% all style it's, it's and all about style. you. Yes, and it's, the and individual. It's, it's very individual, but it's still unison, but it's but it's but it's, but it's individual. Yes. Okay, we're going to yeah, turn the lens now, Luther. We're going to uh-huh. I want to have that same conversation like as if we were talking about someone else. How would you explain your work? Like if Marty's work is all about style, what is yours all about? Um Mine is all about, um, damn, damn. I would, you know what? That's tough. It's hard to look at yourself and your work that way. It is. um, I think mine is is about, I would probably say pocket. Mm. Pocket and, um, pocket and flow. Because Mm. I love, uh, um, when I, when I, Choreograph stuff for like, for example, I'm working on a project right now, and you know, I threw a whole, like I did a whole bunch of things, threw a whole bunch of steps, and I was just like, and they were and they were having difficulty catching a certain part, and I was like, no, but guys, I don't want you to fight to catch it. It has to feel good. So if you have to fight to catch it, then it means it probably isn't it. Like for me, if it feels good in your body, 
you know, like I, 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 hundred percent choreograph for what it looks like, but I, I'll, but in that hundred percent of what it looks like for me, it has to be what it feels like. If I, if I can't market and feel it still, like, mm-hmm. like love the transition of it or love the, the, you know, the ebbs and flows and ups and downs or whatever, then it's like, no, we could fight and make it and it'll look right. It'll mathematically look right, but when it doesn't feel right, there's there's something that your face can't fake. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, and when it yeah, feels yeah. right, there's something that makes you just sell it more because it feels right. So I'm I'll definitely I'm definitely um I think that's probably the best way to put it. It's um, um it's it's a pocket for me and it's the flow for me. I mean precision, but it's but it's a pocket and flow. It really does have all of those parts. I feel like I feel like what your work does well, if I may say, is that <laughs> it has precision without compromising soul, which I feel like mm, I like it has and that's one thing that I feel like is either there or it's not and or or mm. it's kind of a one or the other. But yours has both and your dancers, the people that you, you know, surround yourself by and the people I am most accustomed to watching do your work are yes. also people who have both. And yes, so yes. that's a wonderful like signature <laughs> to have. But um, I love this idea of flow and being able to mark something. And if it doesn't feel good when you're marking it, it's not it. <gasps> yeah. That just blew my whole mind open. I love that thought. <laughs> I love that thought. Okay, no, because but you are an aesthetic person. Like you, are, you understand that dance is a visual medium, and that it has to look mm-hmm. good, and that y- yes, bonus, <laughs> feeling good is the icing. Yes. It's like it's like yes. it's what makes it punch you in the guts. Yes. But one of the things I've been really digging having you in the. Uh, choreographers guild executive board meetings lately this by the way i could listen to you talk in there forever <laughs> i really i love hearing your voice because it's a great voice number one but i love hearing what you have uh, to say i'm you. so grateful you're there that's part one and i think Appreciate you're really it. attuned to wh- how things look like but not just oh. the line the angle but what message does that say what does that yeah. what is the message of that thing um, this is, I genuinely am curious. Do you have experience with like graphic design, marketing, some sort of visual space? Cause I know your music down, but like, um, where does that part come from? You know, I don't, I've, I, growing up, I, I used to do art. I love huh. to draw. Uh-huh. I love to draw and sketch. And, um, I've always been, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's like a, Naturally, I feel like, first of all, I feel like I'm a natural a and I don't uh-huh. know where it comes uh-huh. from. Uh-huh. I just, somehow I just know how to see a person, see an artist and know what things can happen and sound and what images. And I don't know. I just find, I hear that. Um, yeah. But I also, I've always been into fashion and art and just lines and shapes and what, and how to put stuff together. Yeah. I never took a course uh-huh. I never took a course about it. Um, I stopped doing art early because my parents were Jamaican parents. And it's very, you know, we look. We, I love them down. Uh-huh. You know, now they look back and they're probably like, they're probably like, wow, we were wild. Um, yeah. But my all my art books were thrown away. You know, ripped up and wow. stuff. Certain things. Um, <laughs> so I didn't get to pursue it more. Mm-hmm. And I think probably if I did, maybe I would have taken a course in graphic. Yeah, because yeah. I do love it. Yeah. My brother, my my brother, naturally has that, and he does cool. graphic design. Yeah. So I think it's it's in us somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I never really, I never explored it. You never but really it's got there. the the nuts and bolts of it. Yeah, but I think well, within, cor- so within creative directing people, right? Within creative directing, I think I use that part of it. Totally, you understand yeah. the components of a visually aesthetic like an aesthetically pleasing thing. Um, and it's such a cool gift also to see the potential in someone, to have enough imagination to see, we'll call it a blank canvas, but you have a human being in front of you and that human being has a voice. Yeah. And the three-dimensional person 
plus the sonic person goes into mm-hmm. your brain, into your eyes and your ears, and into <laughs> your brain, and it works out this like equation, and then mm-hmm. out comes something different. And I think that is the coolest thing. Do you enjoy that type of work as much as you enjoy choreographing? I do. Artist development? I do. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I think um, I think because I naturally get joy, I just do that. I yeah. feel like I feel like it's like playtime. Ooh, yes. It's like playtime a little bit. Versus work. You know? I have always Versus felt like work. choreography is mm-hmm. work. It has never been easy or natural or fun to me. It is not mm-hmm. it is not play most of the time, unless I'm with my seaweed sisters. Uh Megan First Lawson, of all, let's not talk about the three of y'all. <laughs> Oh, let's. I think we should. It's too what do you think much. about the Seaweed Sisters? I I love it because there's nothing like it. Uh-huh. That's literally, true. That's true. literally, there's nothing like it. And all three of you are so unique. It's crazy. And when you guys get together, it's a lot. It's like you know what it's like. It's it's, it's like it's like, okay. You know how there was the there was the brat pack. There was there was the rat pack. Yes. How each of them were so different, but they just get it. Wow. Like when they're together, they just get it. It's like it's like watching the, the Carol Burnett show. I was a fan of the oh, Carol Burnett show. Work. Wow, great. First oh, of all, yes, I'm, me too. my dad, yeah, I have to give it up to my parents because you know what your parents watch is what you watch when you grow yep, up. You were exposed to some really So I was exposed to some really cool <laughs> shit and didn't yeah. even know it. Um but like the Carol Burnett show, you know how like when you see her and her co-stars yes. together yes. and it's just like it's like perfect. Y'all are like literally synergy. It's it's crazy. Thank you. I will it's take crazy. it. And I agree. I do think it's crazy. I, I think in our case, one plus one plus one equals like three million. It yes. really is like the, yes. the togetherness <laughs> of us is greater than us as individuals. It's I'm so wild. glad that you that you enjoy our work. And I think you're right. At least, at least I haven't found anything that we are like. And one of our favorite questions to get is what is this? Like, what exactly See? is this? Because we're nobody else is, the answer. nobody else is that, but it, it's not even just about the steps either. And about the, Y'all are the whole brand. Like it's what the colors are. It's what the look is. It's what how we shooting it. It's it's literally its own brand. It's crazy. Well, coming from you, that means so very much. Thank you. Crazy. We don't plan on stopping, and actually, we're really excited about kind of doubling down our efforts into what we're making, and maybe we could survey you and your A and R brain about about oh thoughts gosh. about that. <laughs> oh my gosh, let's go. <laughs> Let us go. This is what I love. Okay, so I also, I think like you, I also wear many hats and there are things that come really naturally to me um, that I that I kind of enjoy. Like I've always loved starting a thing, like mm-hmm. starting a club, starting a show, starting a podcast, starting a, I had a web series for a while. I think starting has been a strength of mine for a long time. Finishing, on the other hand, like shipping, delivering, I didn't get really good at that until like 2014. I did a a year of daily videos on Instagram, little 15 second blurbs, and I got good at shipping. And I think I got I got good at this small bite thing, this like Instagram size thing. And then Mm -hmm. I had this other side of my life that was, you know, touring with JT, doing the films, doing the big big budget stuff. And I think what Seaweed Sisters has sort of done is filled in this middle space that's like we Mm. have the freedom of not having to answer to a studio or a director. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, we do have directors, but they're usually our very close friends. We don't have Mm -hmm. to answer to a line producer. And it's also bigger, a bigger bite, more substantial impact. At least that's the way I'm thinking about it. It's like this really cool middle space of my creative forms of expression. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And now we're like, let's make money at that. (laughs) There we go. There we have it. Let's take that middle space and turn it into a lucrative place. 
Yes. So we're on it. Stay on, be on the list. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for all of it because it's, I think it's like, it's like so much bigger. It's so much bigger than what people might think it is. I think it's like, I think it's so much bigger. I think it's like, it's, it's for every screen, motion picture. It's for television. It's for everything. It's for it's little, just, little kiddos. Yeah. It's literally kiddos. everything. Yeah. This has turned into one of my favorite episodes. We're just patting me and the Seaweed Sisters on the back. No, no, but it's real, though. This is amazing. And <laughs> I, you know, Jillian, you know, I've gotten to know Jillian. I've yes. known her for, for a while. Yes. But we really got to connect even more in in Vancouver. Yes. Tell me your, tell love, me all about I it. Her, I love her down to the ground, okay? First of all, we laugh, down we laugh all, all the time. Yes. She catches my jokes all the time. <laughs> Every time I catch a joke and I, because, you know, my issue as a kid, and I was, all my friends know this, in, since I was in grade one, okay, <laughs> I, had a, I had a laughing problem. I was, <laughs> I was the kid that you could tell the, whisper the joke to, and, and then he, would, he, cool. he couldn't stop laughing, and he would be the one to get in trouble, and the whole class would know that, and that was me. Oh, so you're oh. not the one that's laughing, but you're the causer of the laughter. No, 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 no. I'm the laughing guy. I'm oh. the one that can't stop laughing. Okay, so okay. He used to write write little stupid notes <laughs> and pass it, and I'd be like, and then I'd start laughing, and then I'd be in trouble. So, but Jillian always catches me laughing yes. at something. Oh, yes. And she's just a, I don't know, she's a sweet human. She's a, she's and, a rascal, that one. But she's like a troublemaker, but she is everything. I don't know. Yes. Yes. She's everything. And she understands a lot more than people know. She understands yes. culturally. She gets a lot of different cultures and she yes. gets it. And yeah, it's crazy. You it's crazy. get Jillian Myers. You really do. I'm looking at I you and I'm hearing down, what you're saying. And I'm like, yes. Down to the ground. Okay. Oh, we could call yeah. this we could call this episode dedication to Jillian Myers in the season. <laughs> oh, she really yes. gets it. She's quick as shit. She is smart. She is worldly. She is sensitive in a great mm -hmm. way. She is strong in so many ways. I'm I also that team, y'all together, plus Mandy at the wow. helm. I'm just kind of rocked that the earth didn't implode on itself. That's it was such it was such a good time. I was nervous. I was nervous because you know I've always because I know Mandy from before. So you think so? We've always been around each other, laughed and stuff, but I never worked with her. You know, working with somebody's different than when you hang out, right? And I was like, damn, okay, she's a genius. I'm like, I don't know. I hope I don't mess her process. I don't know what she. My process is different. Her. I'm like, how is this gonna work? Is it? You know, because I respect her, so I don't want to like step in and do anything. So it was, it was, and I was like, let me. She also had out a well-oiled machine. That show was like pretty well ironed out, and you well were a new component. ironed out. Yeah. So I would come. So like when it came in, I saw them. And I saw how they had it set up. How it, but they were so, they were so sweet, and they were so like inviting. So I didn't, I didn't feel crazy, which thank the Lord. And the process was. Was it was dumb because I because I've known Jeff from So You Think Canada, uh -huh, uh -huh. right? So I've known him from the and obviously I knew Jillian from Janet when we worked when I worked with them and but we haven't like done a job like this together, right? So this was like the first time in a while for everything and I was just like, ooh, how is this one gonna work? Right. But it was but it was super cool because we yeah. both understand stories and we both understand that and they let me do my thing, yeah. And it oh. was insane. It was Ooh. insane. I'm putting it in the cards that I'll be there for the next one of those. Oh my gosh, please. I would really love that. I'm putting it in the cards. I really please. love that. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Tell me a little bit about, because I, you know, obviously Jillian and I are really close. I understood that there are a lot of differences between working in Canada and working in LA. I'm curious mm -hmm. if you have a preference, because you've done so much of both. Hmm. There's a diff when you work in Canada for some reason. It feels a little more family, huh. a little bit, and I don't know if it's because LA there's it's everyone's just in and out and moving and shaking, so it's like it's another job type mm -hmm. of thing. And when you're in Canada working on a project that's over a certain amount of time, 
everybody because a lot of them don't get to do a lot of these projects all the time. Right. So when they get in, it's everybody is excited about it. So they just a little more pressure. Feels a little more. Yes, yeah. In a certain way, I mean, you get it in. in it definitely in, feels in a blips. little more family there. I think. Yeah. yeah, you get it in blips. Yeah. I'm so curious about that. I know that they're pretty well evolved. Like the the Canadian equivalent of SAG-AFTRA takes yeah. care of their dancers. And I think that is also a big part of it. Um, yeah. Like feeling safe, taken care of, you know, yes. this, this is super important. And I'm so excited to be creating that for choreographers here in LA with you, yes. with Kat Burns, with yes. uh, our entire executive board and leadership. Um, like, I, I guess maybe I want to bring it home by talking about what you would like to see change. Like, what is it that you want to see for choreographers for yourself here in the near future? I want to see, um, there's so much about choreographers that people don't understand and what the, what, what, what the process is and because we we kind of touch on a lot of other people's jobs oh as well, Listen. and so because of that, <laughs> because of that, the definition, yeah, is it meets a lot of resistance and it yeah. meets a lot of you know, um, well, you guys only do this, but we really do all of that. But I want I wanted to get to where, you know, we can get compensated not just for executing the job, but we cast we prep. Before we get there, we, you know, us having to find our own people to con- to like to make up stuff before we get to over. And I know for for film and sometimes now certain music artists, not everybody, but certain artists uh-huh. give you prep prep time. Yeah, but even that prep time is not a realistic prep time. Oh no! Because right now I'm prepping, but the artist is there, so it's not a prep. Because the artist is there. You oh, know what I'm saying? My whole body just went into. Oh. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Which is kind of like, I get it. She wants to be inspired and she gets hype off of the which energy. Cool. But it's, that's, it's, that's it's cool. cool. But it's like, it's not really a prep if you're here. And, but 80% of artists don't even, you don't have prep time. Right. So I just wanted, I just want us on our processes to be appreciated. I want our assistants to be taken care of. I want the, Pre-production stuff that we do is mm-hmm. so much more than what we are allotted. You know what I'm saying? And I want our rates to, I want our rates to reflect it. I want mm-hmm. our names to be put in the thing. I yeah. want credit, you know, credit, credit, recognition. Yeah, credit, recognition, and guaranteed. Residuals. That's what I would. Oh yes, please. Residuals, like yes, I'm looking at you know, and I've been blessed to work with some artists that were really incredible and. You know, a lot of stuff that I've done for artists a long time ago, some of them mm-hmm. still do it. Mm-hmm. You know, which is which is yeah. cool. I, you know, you you're you're flattered. It has by that it. staying power. That's cool. But it's like you look at the musicals, and every year they do that. The crowd forgets their their coin for that. Or, yeah. but you know, yeah, the stage Usher directors does, and Usher does, yeah. yeah. Usher nope. does a certain performance every year. He does that on because it's classic. Janet does it. Like yes, M- Madonna does it. Certain people do it because it's just classic stuff. But mm-hmm. we don't get that residual. But it really is what's selling your stuff and what's making it pop. So one day choreographers will get to that place, and I think the, the resistance is crazy because I don't think people want to see that. Because oh, one hundred percent, we would really be a lot. Our our position would be crazy. I don't know if people are ready to accept that that's what we are. Oh, if there's one thing I have noticed about working in the entertainment industry, it's that power is not given freely, mm-hmm. frequently, or without mm-hmm. some resistance. Um, yeah. And I do think that there's reason for certain groups to be threatened. You know, I've seen mm-hmm. choreographers take it away on set when when hierarchically that could be should be the director's position i get yes. that there would be resistance there that's a very real yes. threat to have that kind of command and swing and i i just keep bringing it home to this thought actually a gift from 
from my husband who says, or showed me a, maybe it was a meme. I can't remember exactly how it came to me, but this, this gift that one matches flame does not take away from the light of another. Ooh. You light a match, Ooh. my friend, and that doesn't mean another one goes out. It doesn't right. mean like these, both of these things can be bright and lit mm. up and mm-hmm. energetic. And so yes. I, I really hope that is what our counterparts and our, our, you know, I I hope that's what the rest of our community leaders, like in our field, other department heads, directors, producers, the studios, I hope that that is what they can all see. Um, And, but that's what I truly believe. So it's easy for me to keep shining because I believe in it. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And I think it's going to get there because everything took, you know, everything took years to get there. 100%. And everything takes, takes, it takes time and little by little, you know, things are changing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm seeing more people that look like me everywhere. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, what I do want to see more, and this is just a me personal thing. I Let's need go. to see some more. I need some more West Indians in here. I need some more people from from the islands. Um, because you know, I you know, I I connect with all the culture with, with a lot of cultures and stuff. But being here without a lot of my West Indian people, it it's a part of me that's missing. Mm-hmm. And I wish there was more of us in here. There are a lot of us in here, but I wish there's more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I think like there's so much that can be done when we are together, when we are unified. It's one of the things I'm excited about the Guild for is education and outreach opportunities. Could you imagine Mm -hmm. if there was an initiative when we get to the place of membership where we have funding for education and outreach, could you imagine an initiative where you take a group of people, go out Oof. to the islands, have industry Oof. day, have some allotted amount of money where you get to bring two people back, where you get to set oh up gosh. a school, where you get to... No, what? stop, 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 stop. <laughs> this is... Cr- What's okay, up? see, now you're, now you're in my head. I, am I inside? This is no, happening? Because- no, I, I well tell me how I can help because this is what I want. I made a pledge. I made a pledge to myself that um you know, because I made a lot of changes yeah. mentally for how I how I'm gonna look approach everything. Um but one of the things I was like one of my legacy moments, I need to bridge the gap between the islands and America and Canada, you know? And so I, I'm I'm That's like quite starting a bridge up, structure. Um, Yes, because I want to. I want to um, create create my foundation. I have I've, I created a name already. I started writing down certain initiatives because you know between there's wardrobe, the stylists that are out there oh. between Jamaica, Barbados, Trinidad, like Puerto Rico, everywhere. Shut it down. Shut Dominican it. Dominican Republic, everywhere. Haiti, everywhere. Between the wardrobe, between stylists and choreographers and dancers and. And music, people that, musicians. People that want to do music, people that people that want to write, people that write. Yes. There's so many writers out there, and I'm just like, I have to create the bridge. Like, I know Adam Blackstone. He's the Ooh. world's, One of my you know, yep. favorite. Like, he's, he's, he's everything. He's, he's, he's everything. Yeah, he- he's everything. But between all the different people that I know that are the top of their crafts, and I think it's like, change two people's lives, bring them up so they can experience some, it changes everything. If like, I never had that. Nobody did that for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I never, I literally had to cross every bridge myself. I took, the, I took the Greyhound buses myself. I, you know, was sweating every time immigration would come ask me, where are you going or what's doing? Like, I did all that, you know, mm-hmm. by myself. And I wish somebody was there before that to do it. Yeah. So if I can bridge that gap and just, get people to come up and I'm going to do it. I'm I believe it. you are. And I am here to help. You need, you need somebody to send out emails. I will do it. You need somebody to make a spreadsheet. Listen. I will do it. You need somebody to, I don't know, help you look Ooh. for travel. I will do it. <laughs> I know there's a <laughs> lot of steps. Ass, like gonna... the, it, it takes, you know, it, as you've experienced with the guild, it takes so many people to mm. organize and to there's, every job that you think like let's let's if we break this down into like a movie ecosystem Mm -hmm. if choreography is a department 
<laughs> and somebody thinks, mm-hmm. oh, well, they just choreograph it. You already know there's 25 <laughs> steps between exactly. cast it, break down the music, break well, break down the breakdown of the casting, then cast it, then figure out the music and then mm-hmm. discuss wardrobe and then do eight versions and a traveling version and a wide shot version and a, a steady cam version because you're going to have to make room for that guy. And you're going to like, we already know there's 45 steps to yes. one task. The same is yes. true in organizing. Yes. It's not as simple as it looks from the outside. It takes a village. No. You have my 100% full support. Oh man. I appreciate that. And well. I mean, I know this is this is I'm totally being dramatic now, but this podcast is an example of one of those steps. Like, I really believe mm. that other people shouldn't have to learn the same lesson I learned. I already learned it. I figured mm-hmm. that out. Let me tell you how that part works. Yes. And yes. with this podcast, I'm hopeful that like that transfer of knowledge is happening even while mm. I'm asleep. It's yes. like the work, it, it's smart work because people will listen long after we've had this conversation and yes. and far wider than this booth that we're in right now of just our two minds. So I yes. really love this format because of exactly that. So That's amazing. Yeah. I, I, hey, if you That's ever, amazing. if you are ever, you should, by the way, totally have a podcast <laughs> oh my gosh and if you're interested i will so. tell you i'll tell you everything oh i know gosh. about how this goes oh your voice are you kidding your voice alone you could just no. say the abcs and people would listen. <laughs> listen my first of all my my father's voice is crazy oh i and can because, imagine and because i i've always had a scratchy th- throat life yeah 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 and g- growing up Telling, I was always, I'd be in the bathroom like, "Mm, uh, mm." Mm -hmm. I needed to get deeper and it would never get deeper. (laughs) And I would, I would stress, I would stress out. I'm like, man, everybody's growing up. Everybody's voices are deeper. And I'm like, scratchy, scratch nation. And I was, I used to hate it. I used to hate it. And it's like in the booth, like when I'm like recording stuff, I'm doing, you know, I'm doing some vocal harmonies and stuff. Uh Uh-huh. I can appreciate it a little bit more there, uh-huh. but on the regular, I'd be like, damn, I wish I had that voice. My uh, dad has that voice. Well, I mean, he's a radio ne- guy, so he's had that voice. I can imagine. But because I've never heard his voice, your voice is that voice to me. That's like, so crazy. Isn't maybe. that crazy? That the relativity. It's just so yes. mental. Yeah. Um, anyways. You are welcome here anytime you'd like to talk. I will oh, offer you anything time. I know about podcast stuff because, yeah, getting word out, sharing what you've learned, sharing what you know, um, and sharing your hopes for the future it is so important. Thank you for being here and doing that today. So appreciate it. Yes. You. Thank you for having me. This is when, when I got that message from you, I was like, what? <laughs> to, what? to join me to join me on the yes. podcast? Oh, I was like, what is happening? This is a... I saw. I called. I called Laurel. Laurel is my. She's on my right hand. Okay. And I was like, I was like, Laurel, do you know what just happened this morning? She was like, wait, I'm like, oh my god. Quit it. I go. I got asked to be on that podcast. Are you crazy? She's like, wait. I'm like, this is crazy. What's happening right now? The world oh. is really your oyster. You really just have to just take oh, it. Luther, it really. So this is. is this it is really, so good. Really is. It really is. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And thank you for mentioning Laurel's name because she also must be on the podcast. The the things that she's seen and her strengths and her story and her skills, whoa. Yes. That's yes. a special lady. Thank Incredible woman. Incredible. And also, Ava Bernstein says hi. I was on the phone with her right ah! now. No, Ava. It's your flavor. That's what I call her. Flavor. Yeah. I called her Flav- Ava Flav. That's the name I gave her because she's the most pocketed. And that girl's hair is the most <gasps> pocketed. She had the most pocketed hair movement in the history of the hair movement. I said, Ava, how does your hair always move the right way? And it always it's forms so back. And that face always beats. She's That's so fact. crazy. That Ava. is nuts that you say that because you're so true, Ava. so right. But I've never given it those words, but you're so right. It's Ava, it's Ava, Ava Flay for the pocket. That's uh. it. Big love, big love to Ava, to love. Laurel, to you, to the Seaweed Sisters, yes. to Marty. Thank you again for being here. Yes. We'll do this again sometime. Yes, 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 please. Okay. Thank you once again. Adios.
All right. That was a treat and a treasure. I am tickled. I am still smiling. Um, <laughs> truly probably have not laughed that hard that often in an interview, maybe ever. Um, and thinking about Luther as a young, young person getting busted <laughs> for <laughs> uncontrollable laughter in class. I love this. Oh, I love it. it. makes everything that much more fun and funny to think about that person, that young Luther. Ooh. Okay, let's recap. Um, loved hearing about the way Luther sees his own work uh, as, as pocket and flow. It really is both of those things in such powerful parts. Um, and I think it's kind of fun and cool and hard to talk about your own work through an outsider's lens. So it's a fun challenge you can take on if you'd like. Um, I also loved hearing him talk about the way that certain skills come naturally to him. It's such a great reminder that not everything has to be work. Not everything has to be hard. There are probably some natural things that are naturally good to you that people get paid to do. Um, maybe you could think on that also. Just take a little moment for meditation on what are the things that people get paid to do that come naturally to you. I'm so curious to hear. I'll probably do a little poll on Instagram because um, I want to know what those things are. Uh, of course, you can DM us anytime at Words That Move Me podcast. All right. I think that's it for me, my friends. Um, I'll close out with a gentle reminder, thanks to Luther, that there is always room for laughter and there is always room for us to do better. So let's talk legacy. I am so lit up by Luther's thoughts and vision for the future. Um, I am stoked to know this person that is changing the world and the way we work in it. And so excited, humbled, genuinely jazzed to be at his service. Um, and that honestly starts here. Go get to know Luther, follow him on social media, check out his incredible body of work. Um, I'll absolutely be linking to a few of my favorites and his socials in the show notes to this episode. All right. I think, yep, yeah, there it is. Go get out there, do the things that light you up, do the things that make you laugh. And of course, keep it very funky. I'll talk to you soon. This podcast was produced by me with the help of many. Music by Max Winnie. Logo and brand design by Bree Reitz. And big thanks to Riley Higgins, our executive assistant and editor. Also, massive thanks to you, the mover who is no stranger to taking action. So go take action. I will not, cannot stop you from downloading episodes or leaving a review and a rating. I will not ban you from my online store for spending your hard-earned money on the cool merch and awesome programs that await you there. I will 100% not stop you from visiting wordsthatmoveme.com if you want to talk with me, work with me, and make moves with the rest of the Words That Move Me community. Oh, and also, I will not stop you from visiting thedanawilson.com if you're curious about all the things that I do that are not words that move me related. <laughs> all right, my friend, keep it funky. I'll talk to you soon.